seen on the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, hollow jean, picture of a beauty queen. Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air. They had style, they had grace. Rita Hayward gave good face. Lauren, Catherine, Manitou, Betty Davis, we love you. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood. Don't just stand there, let's get to it. Strike the pose. Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this cast. Thank you so much for joining us for yet another Wednesday. Hey, good people. Before we get started on today's topic and big idea for this week, it's time to get started on some. Bum, bum, bum for the culture trivia. Are you ready? Because I'm hitting hitting you with this very early on in the episode. So you can't say, I didn't have a chance to wake up, Jay-Z. I didn't have a chance to get my brain on. I didn't have a chance to like think. Well, we're priming you right now. And so, of course, if you join me for a couple of episodes or now, you know, I sprinkle this wherever wherever we think it works. And so this is just to keep you on your toes. And honestly... It keeps things spiced up a little bit. So are you ready? I didn't pop in a sixth question this week. So are you ready? Like really ready? All right, cool. The questions are quick. So let's get it going. What is the 26th letter in the alphabet? What European rock group not only had a song in the UK music charts, but also has a palindrome as a name? Is it A, The Who? B, ABBA, or C, Radiohead? Steve Rogers is the given name of this Marvel superhero. Is it Captain America, Iron Man, or Superman? What popular dish that consists of noodles, tomatoes, maybe a protein and or vegetables, also shares its name with the actual pasta that is used. True, false. August was once the sixth month of the year. I hope your answers were locked and loaded. So let's go over how you did, shall we? All right, let's see here. What do you think? How'd you do? You did okay? You got off high? I hope so. All right, cool. What is the 26th letter in the alphabet? I hope you were sharp enough this morning and said, Z, hello. There's a reason why I would ask you that. Yes, Z, the letter Z, like my last name. Great, good. What European rock group not only had a song in the UK music charts, but also has a palindrome as a name? The palindrome is when, regardless of if you spell it forwards or backwards, it is still the same thing. And so if you answered Abba, you would have gotten that one correct. Abba, Abba, A-B-B-A, you catch the drift there? Oh, man. Okay, Steve Rogers is the given name of this Marvel superhero. So this is where we test your yo gangsta. Like, are you DC or Marvel? This is how we know for real. If you answered A, Captain America, you would have gotten that correct. Superman is actually DC. So yeah, I hope you didn't answer that. And if not, I hope no one was around you. 
Cool. What popular dish that consists of noodles, tomatoes, maybe a protein and or vegetables also shares its name with the actual pasta that is used? If you answered spaghetti, you would have gotten that one correct. That one was a little tricky, but like, I guess if you say, ooh, I want ziti, you know, there's so many ways you can eat ziti or like penne or like ratatouille or rigatoni or any of those like orzo. So spaghetti. True, false. August was once the sixth month of the year. This is where we're asking you to dig into the history files. If you answered true, you would have gotten that correct. Some of you are probably probably like, huh, what? Well, let me explain. In the Roman calendar, this is very historical. So in the Roman calendar, August was known as sextilis. Hope I'm saying that right. The Latin word for six. It wasn't until 700 BC when January and February were added to the calendar that August was actually bumped down to become the eighth month of the year. Okay. Okay. Good people. So if you, if I hope you enjoy as usual, I hope you enjoy for the culture trivia because it's always just so fun. Now we are officially in and moving close to, or to close out the dog days of summer. And I mean, what do they mean by the dog days of summer anyways? Well, according to the farmer's almanac, the dog days of summer represent the hottest and most unbearable days of the summer season. And while it seems like it would have some of everything to do with dogs, like how they're so hot that they lay their tummies on bare floors or they're panting like crazy during this time of the year, uh, or they're quote unquote in heat, that those are all actually false. It actually, the dog days of summer gets its reference from stars. Yeah, that's right, stars. So um, the phrase actually is in reference to Sirius, the dog star. During the dog days period, the sun actually occupies the same region of the sky as Sirius, the dog, the constellation. Uh, The brightest star, Sirius is actually the brightest star visible from any part of Earth. And Sirius is a part of the constellation Canis Major, the greatest dog. So no, it wasn't actually your satellite radio. It actually is a constellation. So in the summer, and this is how it goes, in the summer, Sirius rises and sets with the sun. So on July 23rd, specifically, it is in conjunction with the sun. And because the star is so bright, the ancient Romans believed that it actually gave off heat and add it to the sun's warmth, accounting for the long stretch of super hot weather. So they refer to this time as dies canicularis, or dog days, right? So thus the term dog days of summer came to mean the 20 days um, before and the 20 days after this alignment of Sirius with the sun, which is generally July um, 3rd to August 11th each year, right? So again, while this period usually is the hottest stretch of summer, the heat is not due to any added radiation from Sirius, but regardless of the brightness, but it is actually due or a direct result of the earth's tilt because the tilt of our earth causes the sun rays to hit at a more direct angle 
and for a longer period of time throughout the day, which means longer, hotter days. So added to that fun fact into your bank, don't be surprised if it shows up in For the Culture Trivia at some point. Um, there you have it, folks, dog days. Now you're more educated and equipped to have softer, small talk with your group of people who you're like, I don't even know what to say to these people. Actually, do you know why it's called the dog days of summer? Let me tell you, right? Now they want to talk to you. You're welcome. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So uh, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you. This podcast was created to help you get over whatever barriers that can have a tendency to hold you back or hold you up. Hence the middle of the week muscle to boost your spirits and help you gain that peaceful and positive perspective to power through those said obstacles. So good people early this week, and I know it's only Wednesday, but earlier this week, I had to sit on a training entitled Time Management and Setting Healthy Boundaries as Self-Care Practice. And, you know, like sometimes I go into certain trainings where I get credits to be able to speak and talk with some fluidity and some affinity to myself. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, what else can they tell me about this subject that I don't already know? And then sometimes I'm like, I check myself and I'm like, Joe, like there's not, you can't know everything. So be open. And right. And I'm glad I did because there's a few things that I do want to talk about in regards to that subject matter today. And, and the reason why I'm emphasizing this here is because our mental health needs to be talked about. Um, not only is mental health important, uh, but right now there are a lot, and I mean a lot of people that will bypass a little self-care just to keep it moving, uh, to keep pushing out that next customer, uh, to keep pushing out that next email, to keep pushing out that last thought. And, and my friends, one more thought or email, or task, or person, isn't necessarily going to get you any further. If your mental health is the thing that you are bypassing to do it. So what do I mean when I say that? I learned, and and, and I kind of want to share with you today, uh, that there are three stages of burnout that are characterized by the following traits or what have you. And that's number one, stress arousal. Stress arousal is characterized by, uh, I'm irritated, I'm having anxiety, I can't sleep, or insomnia, uh, gastrointestinal disorders, like you can't poop, or maybe you poop in too much, or your stomach hurts, maybe you're grinding your teeth at night and don't know it, or maybe you have headaches, stress arousal. Number two, energy conservation. So what is this? It is that, nah, I'm I'm about to slide out. So Energy conservation is what someone is going through when they're late or always showing up late or there's uh, they're taking excessive time off. So not necessarily more than what they are entitled to necessarily for a job, but maybe they are asking for the frequency of them, uh, the frequency of what they're entitled in like concentrated pockets. So, you know, maybe somebody just came off of a five to seven day PTO and they, you know, maybe not even a week or two has passed and they're already asking for another week or another few days, or, you know, it's just chronic, right? Um, maybe they're not there. Maybe it's uh, excessive fatigue or you ain't trying to hang out with the coworkers at working functions or increased drinking or other substances. That's energy conservation. And then the last one, 
three stages characterized, uh, three stages of burnout. The third one is exhaustion, like chronic sadness or even depression. Um, chronic of all the things that I just shared before, right? And here's the crazy part. And this is something that I want to emphasize today is that stress doesn't cause burnout. This might be a new thought, right? Stress doesn't cause burnout. You want to know what causes burnout? Stress plus inadequate support resources is what causes burnout. So Jay-Z, let's break it down real quick. All right. Thank you. I'm glad you asked. So, all right. Support resources, if we define that, right? Support resources can directly equal self-care, which is any activity that we do deliberately to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. And too often, good people, too often we rationalize the priorities of these away, right? It doesn't necessarily mean bubble baths and manicures, right? You're like, oh, I don't do all that. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to. It could mean that, uh, but sometimes is. It is just directly, and I mean this in full sincerity, pushing yourself to participate in life again, because you used to at some point, and maybe you did uh, last week, or maybe you did last month, or maybe you did last year, is pushing you to participate again, right? Uh, like I said, and maybe you did it yesterday. That's fine. Self-care is the practice of participating in life again. And like I said, last week and the week before, for us to participate in life in the way that they're calling for us to, we must be present. And maybe that's in the presence of our loved ones, like I talked about in, in the episodes prior, but maybe that is just simply being present with yourself, like doing a self-check-in, like, where am I at? How am I feeling? Right. Now, next week, I think I'll unpack what that looks like. However, for now, I just want to unpack the self-care thing in the few moments that we have left. So I want to bring it back to your attention. Stress plus inadequate support resources equals burnout. And support resources, if we could just package it really quick, that's directly linked to self-care. Support resources can also mean like talking to someone or seeking medical treatment if you're dealing with something, you know, like it can look like a number of things, but self-care is also a support resource and, and self-care can exist in both personal and professional realms. However, if you look at those two realms, they require a different plan and a different set of practices, which is why I think, uh, I want, I want to look at what, you know, next week of what being present means or participating in life again means. Uh, But for today and this week, if we look at self-care, regardless of if you work for yourself or within an organization, you have to create boundaries for those two sets of experiences or those two separate realms in order to practice self-care. And the number one boundary that I will ask you to consider this week while thinking about how you can practice self-care is to distinguish the things that you can control versus the things that you cannot. Things that you can control. Let's break that down real quick. Those are your thoughts, how you react to situations, your choices, your direct, your immediate choices, and how you decide to treat other people. Those are within your control versus those those things that you cannot control, what are some of those things? 
how others treat others, things that other people say, what others think about you and your own circumstances or your thrownness. I talked about this a little earlier in this year. Your thrownness are a set of circumstances that are out of your control, where you were born, what your family looks like, your skin color, how, how your body is shaped, how your, how the things on your body grow. Like those are things that are out of your control, right? So if you think about this thing called boundaries and that you have to have them in order to practice self-care, both in the professional realm and the personal realm, you might be thinking like, uh, yeah, I know all that, Jay-Z. I know about the things that I can control versus the things that I cannot. But where can I start on this self-care thing? Because I'm asking you to participate in life again. Because at some point, you know how this has felt. Because you may long for it. You may long to take a vacation. You may long to hang out. You may long or yearn not to go to work today. So that means that you you want to participate in life in the way that you desire. So how can you do that? Or what are some steps that you can take on where to start if you haven't participated in life in a while? And that's not good people. That's not necessarily going out to party, right? You can participate in life in a, in a myriad of ways outside of going to party or drinking or, or popping a pill or, or popping an edible or smoking weed or whatever, right? You can do it in a number of ways. So so where can we start? Where are some basic areas where we can start to help us to participate in life again? Um, here's some simple things. What's your sleep looking like? If you're only getting five hours, try for six. If you're only getting six, try for seven and so on until you can get anywhere from eight to 10, right? There's this TED Talk side note uh, by Ariana Huffington that explains uh, how a person can literally, these are her words, sleep their way to the top of their careers because their brains were sharp enough to perform at peak performance all the time. Don't we want that anyways? It's amazing how we can get there with just sleep. Where else can you start? What's your hygiene looking like? Like when's the last time you got your teeth cleaned or a haircut or simple hygiene upgrades? I know it seems simple, right? Um, Where else can you start? How are you eating? Like, are you eating well? Like not, not necessarily a lot of food, but well, right? Is your body getting proper nutrients, like superfoods, um, getting the right recharge resources? Again, remember the equation, burnout is caused by stress plus inadequate resources. My friends, food alone is a resource, but the right type of food can be an adequate resource. Where else can you start? Movement. Now, y'all know I'm big on the fitness thing. And it's crazy because every time I talk to someone about, oh, yeah, I have a podcast or, oh, yeah, she's a podcaster. Did you know that? Da, 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 da. All these things. They say, oh, what is it about fitness? And I'm like, no, actually, fitness over your head and heart. Right. But I digress. It's real cheesy. <laughs> I know. But movement. Y'all know how big I am on fitness. Are you walking? Are you running? If not running, are you lifting? If not lifting, are you stretching? Your body was made to move, not sitting and binge watching binge worthy shows. And it's interesting, the fact that we have a catchphrase of binge worthy shows that you don't want to miss, thinking, getting you to like respond to whatever that is should give you a reason to rethink 
what they're asking you to do. Binge-worthy shows. I want you to sit down and watch this for hours, right? Like, wait, you want me to be unhealthy? Just enjoy this entertainment for a minute? Like, okay, every once in a while, cool, but not all the time, not every weekend, not every night. Lastly, where can you start? Feeding your soul, good people. This may be a difficult one if you're not in the practice of doing it, but when's the last time you read a book or had somebody read to you? Um, No, I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. No, you're not in kindergarten, but uh, having someone read to you, audible, hello, like, that's okay. At least you're getting the information. Um, When's the last time you looked at a documentary to help you learn something informational, not necessarily true crime, right? When's the last time you enrolled in a class to learn something you really wanted to learn about or grow in a hobby? Like I told you guys a couple of weeks ago or even last week that I'm practicing a martial art form, Taekwondo. Oh yeah, I passed my test by the way. I've upgraded, woohoo! But um, it's challenging my brain in different ways that it's never been challenged before and I'm excited about it. Um, When is the last time you had conversations about this world or this galaxy? outside of the trivia, okay? Um, Or when's the last time, whether you believe in it or not, conversations about God or a deity that governs good versus evil or this world or the way how we do things or the way how our spirits align or spiritual connections, right? When's the last time you learned someone else's food or culture? These are all ways to super feed the soul, especially like that intro song, right? Like for me, why? Because this song is incredibly iconic, especially in the fashion world. It is what's governed my fashion love for so long. And here, fast forward nearly 40 years, and Beyonce. Love, die, hate <gasps> Roberta Flack, Tony, Janet, Tierra Wack, Missy, Diana, Grace Jones, Aretha, Anita, Grace Jones, Helen Folasha, De Adu, Jilly from Philly, I love you, boo. Don't just stand there, get into it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it. Vogue. The Beehive, Beyonce fans, has taken, Beyonce has taken that song and inserted many black and brown icons and people of color that have made marks on the creative arts industry that may not have experienced all the recognition um, of some of the highly regarded artists that even Madonna talked about 40 40 years ago, right? Um, All the while, Madonna backed up this version. Like she gave her double stamp of approval. Not that it's needed, but it's always great to have that kind of collaboration. And this is the type of, of artistry and like creativity that fills my cup um, and gives me chills. But yeah, stuff like that, feeding the soul, right? Um, but good people, there's so much richness in this episode. And I, and I hope that you're able to take at least just one nugget and apply it until many of them become a ritual or a habit 
formation for you, right? Next week, I think because our time is rounding to a close, I think I'll meet you back here to discuss what some of those boundaries are, what they can look like, and why I think now is the time to double down on them. Number one, because y'all already know cuffing season is right around the corner. And two, because to protect these practices, we kind of, we'll need them. So good people, I hope you have a wonderful week and a fantastic start to adding one or more of these things to your lives. And the beauty of it means that you can start like, yes, right now, today. You can start on any of these today. And I'm really excited about that. So I hope to hear from you. Um, Hey, know of anybody that could use this? Can you do me a favor? Can you share it to them? How did this impact you? Send me a message, jz at the midweekmuscle.com or guess what? DM me any of the social medias at the midweek muscle. So love y'all. See y'all next week. And as always, let's go.